Are you ready? No, never. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to start anyway? <laughs> yes, All please. Right. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Columboys, the podcast all about the mysterious, covert, clandestine world of Lieutenant Columbo. I'm Mac, and with me as always is Ben. Hi, Mac. Hey, Ben. This week we're taking a look at Season 5, Episode 3, Identity Crisis. Making his second appearance in the murder role and his first in the director's chair is fan favorite Patrick McGowan. This also this this week also sees the return of a multitude of guest stars, including Leslie Nielsen, Vito Scotti, Val Avery, and Bruce Kirby. Uh, McGowan must have enjoyed working with Kirby because, in addition to his uh, first episode by Donner's Early Light, Kirby appears as Sergeant George Kramer in three of the episodes directed by McGowan. And I didn't write very much for this episode because I thought we'd just jump right in. No, that's fair. <laughs> it's a short introduction this week. I was thrilled to see his name in the in the uh, director's role at yes, the tail end at of the, the very episode. End, I was yeah. like, oh, that checks out. That's <laughs> that's why I was super into this episode. Yeah. Because I like his directing style. I uh, I like this episode. Yeah. I'm I'm super into, I mean, I, y- yes. you know. It's Patty, always into always Patty, into. Ma- Patty McGee. Patty McGoos. Yeah. Uh, back again. Tag team back again. I, uh, Leslie just, Nielsen gets to die this time. It's fun because I just uh, this uh, last night edited the episode, uh, the previous oh, episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick Magoo. Right. So I've got Magoo on the mind. Oh, that's a um, lot. It's a lot of Magoo. Yeah, that's also a fantastic episode. It's um, so good. This is uh yeah. So in this episode, Patrick plays a spy. Yeah. Uh, a CIA operative. CIA operative who is uh, assassinates a former colleague yep or a current colleague but who he worked with in the past current colleague but yep. uh they had been involved in uh some crimes yeah. down in south america yeah some double deal basically double dealing double agent kind of shady shakedown right. bullshit yeah um this is another one where the actual motivations aren't really gone into too much and don't ultimately matter all that all that no it's it's less about that and more about the complication of the fact that the murderer is a cia agent yes um so he uh brings this guy in uh tells him uh about this guy steinmetz who is offering to sell uh microfilm (laughs) yep containing some sort of government secrets back to the government state secrets from where to where unclear who cares doesn't matter they're secret um and uh so he gets leslie nielsen uh to come in uh leslie nielsen plays geronimo agent geronimo Uh, Uh, who is an extremely sweaty agent yes he is he takes off his jacket in his first scene and he is a real sweaty yeah he's damp yeah. Stamp all over. Which I guess explains why he unbuttons his shirt all the way down to his navel and then leaves it that way, even when he's wearing a sport coat. All over. the way for the for the rest of the uh, the episode. Yeah, yeah, it's unbuttoned below the jacket button, which yeah. is he didn't, confusing. He didn't, he didn't unbutton it to like 1974. He unbuttoned it to... <laughs> He took he, to, he like the, the Stone future. Age. Yeah. It's, it's no, it's 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 oh no, it's, it's gone the other direction. Oh, it's gone to Barbarella. It's gone to Barbarella. Jesus. It's in the future. Okay. Um, <laughs> and he uh, so uh, he's brought him in to buy these from Steinmetz. We later learn that Steinmetz doesn't exist, and this is all a ruse, right. To lure in this other guy, um, and uh, then after he makes contact with uh, 
Steinmetz uh, go-between. Yeah, his go-between, who is uh, Lawrence Melville. Lawrence Melville, played by Otis... Uh... I don't remember oh, boy. Otis's last name. <laughs> don't remember. He's one of the, he's one of the featured uh, stars of the episode. His name is Otis Young. There you go. Yes, it is. Yep. Um, and he... Uh, after they've met, they've had their, their beach meeting. Right. Uh, yeah. He... It, is set upon by Patrick McGowan mm-hmm. uh, in a very smart little sailor's outfit, I have to say. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, um, uh, oh, I just had it. It's a bell stuff or like a barber style kind of jacket. Mm-hmm. And then he's got like a newsboy cap. And then yeah. his, and uh, he's, he's wearing them an awful lot in this episode, which I think leads me, it leads me to the usual, like, I think maybe he dressed himself. He looks like a longshoreman in an Old Spice ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like pretty much exactly that right or like you know like <laughs> some like, or like an old british actor would dress himself if he were playing you I think know that's, an I, old spy in 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 my mind that's what patrick mcgowan thinks looks uh, inconspicuous down by the docks oh yeah like that's he's like no one will notice I, me i'll I just blend right wrong. in with all the yeah, other yeah. people that down at the yeah, docks even though i like look this. sharper than everybody else <laughs> and i have a tire iron that i am casually carrying behind my back not like tucked into my jacket or anything yeah <clears throat> so he uh clubs him to death on the beach yep and then our episode begins not not a particularly complicated murder it's more the cover-up that's yeah that's complicated i mean the murder's pretty straightforward at least where the location and stuff is you know there's the little there are obviously little nods to some of the uh, threads, obviously, that Columbo pulls on in the episode, like the fact that he tells him, hey, don't wear your gun. And he's like, right. fuck you. I always wear my gun. They can frisk me and they'll know that I'm serious. Like, Right. They Well, they know I'm an agent, so yeah, they're, yeah. they're going to you know, know that I'm packing. They're, right. They're going to expect it, so I might as well bring it. Yep. And um, Yeah, and actually, Columbo has like a very strong entrance. Yeah, I think the first like, scene, he, the first scene with him on the beach is probably his best scene, and, and every the, other scene is perplexing <laughs> as to was, what exactly is I was going on. Say, with and him. then the scene following it, it undercuts it so severely. Yeah, it de- hurts. Definitely takes it away from his his sort of. Uh, you very early build on this this idea that wow, he's really on top of this case. He's yeah. like pointing out stuff. He's like making notes to the coroner, who's uh, well, uh, uh, the the actor there is uh, is um, sorry, Carmen uh, Argenziano, who would go on to be featured on Stargate SG One. That's just okay. a little fun. Yeah, he's yeah. a character. He's like a character actor. He's been in tons right, of stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's uh, he's he's examining the body and telling him like oh well you know he was hit here and here you hit him here first and then the coroner's like yeah, yeah, yeah. probably yeah yeah well he's like well he's hit here and he's hit here and colombo is like well you know which one was first and he's like oh, i got no idea and then colombo's like probably this one yeah and he's like oh, okay yeah but he, yeah the way that he shows up like and just immediately was like hey you've taken enough photos yeah step takes, aside takes command and then the basically just says everybody get the fuck away yep and give me my time and then he goes to find Bruce Kirby, who yep. is up at the uh, the bar, which is named the. Nope. This is a bad episode for us remembering. Things. Yeah, I. But he's up. He's up at a at a uh, Middle Eastern themed bar. Right, which has a belly dancer who yeah. may or may not be um, painted a darker skin oh, she's tone. Def- she's definitely got some sort of bronzing agent going right. on. And it's it it's questionable as to whether that is meant to 
be brown face or whether it is just meant to be that she is tan. But, you know, it's probably, unfortunately, a safe bet that it is some, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. not It's not great. Um, it's not the best. But but the scene is inexplicable because Columbo will not stop staring at this yeah. dancer and also acts... I will say he acts like he is drunk in this in this yeah, scene. He's not, and there's never any you know excuse given for it. I and mean, it's very possible that Peter Falk is drunk in this scene, but okay. Columbo is yeah. not drunk in right. this scene. But that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. is it's like there's no explanation for the character behaving quite in this fashion because yeah. there it's like a a little bit bemused, completely distracted by this dancer so much so that the other. The other cop there has to, like, pull him away. Bruce, Bruce Kirby. Yeah. Kirby basically is just like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Let's, yeah. Let's talk to the bartender. He is a fucking ex-cop. Right. Like, this is our thing, not staring at the fucking belly dancer. Yeah. So we've got Val Avery, who uh, previously was the... Uh, he was in three episodes previously, but probably the the most recognizable one is he played the uh, burglar in a friend indeed the one oh, the yeah, one yeah, who yeah. was uh being set up for the crime right 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 yeah you're not gonna pin this on me yeah right and that the, amazing dive bar in the amazing yes. dive bar um so but in this one he's also in a bar but he's a ex-cop bartender uh right. you know, I wearing think that really terrible shirt. a lot of really great minor characters in this one i have to yeah, say it's a very good cast it's yeah. it, i mean honestly it's a it's a really solid episode sure. um i yeah, I think <laughs> like I mean I'm just gonna call it like the belly dancer and then like uh, Patty talking to his servants who are um, uh, yeah I I I think they are think meant to be Vietnamese maybe right yeah it's unclear and, and I hope that he is actually speaking he's, in I's absolutely not speaking a foreign language he is just making noises and uh, it is it's a little embarrassing <laughs> I see yeah well and that's the thing is because like there's that later scene with um god I blanked on the character actor's name the Italian guy oh Vito like, Scotti yeah Vito thank you yes like where Vito and and Peter Falk are I think that's a thing where Vito Scotti knows Italian right and Peter Falk not is not Italian but I think he learned like two or three Italian lines for like, that scene. Right, enough to kind of get through the scene yeah. with. I yeah, do not. I absolutely do not think. I would. I would not deign to try to replicate the noises that. No, that, we're not doing. No, that. we're not. But it is. There's no way what he's saying is at all. If he's saying words, they are not the words he is meaning to communicate. Because when he calls for the bottle of wine, he just makes the same noise like ten times in a row, and then says like Chardonnay. Right. So there's just I I I would love it if if Patty Magoo went method and learned right. and actually learned a, a foreign language, but that is absolutely not what happened. He was just like, you know what? I could just make noises and it's fine. And at the time, it kind it of was, was, but it is on, not. It is right. not really okay in retrospect. Yeah, I mean, let's be frank. It, it's not <laughs> super okay at that point either. It's just that it's cer- certainly yeah. nobody nobody at that point. Um, was ma- was making too much of a, fu- a fuss about it in in a, a again <laughs> this is some land mine <laughs> yeah I know I've stepped on I myself. know I was like what let's I, just walk what away I'm saying from is this. that just, he, it's I, it's it's bad it's silly there's a there's I mean again look, you're gonna, we have you're gonna run into it if you see this episode and it's a good episode and yeah. it's not like the last episode where it is just like in your face nonstop okay <laughs> right. but I, I I would feel like we yeah we're 
remiss if we didn't at least mention those things. And all and we're those... kind of in that right. ground. I think Otis Young does a fantastic job as an actor. Right. He has also given some very embarrassing jive yes. jive lines where he's like, this guy's putting a lot of weight on me. That kind of like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun, like kind of... Uh, it's 1970s. Jazz cigarettes. Right. Like, it's very that, 1970s yeah. uh, uh, crime. Crime theme. stereotyping yes, of absolutely. a person of color. Yeah, it's really, it, it, it sticks out like a sore thumb because yeah. he's the only person in the episode who even remotely talks like that. Now, in fairness, he's the only, like, cutout that they're doing business through. Yes. But still, it's... And he's just, he's meant to be a small-time crook who is who has kind of been roped into this larger thing. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not... It's not amazing. <laughs> no, I mean, it, let's just call it what it is, man. It's like two steps away from like the really uncomfortable uh, portrayals of people of color from like Antebellum South. Like, uh, it's, oh, I it's, don't know if I'd go that far. It's not great, is I, what I'm saying. It's definitely, it's definitely close, close to like black exploitation of the time. Yeah. Um, it, it's not amazing. But I think that look. It's, I mean, I think he does. I think he does a good job of of portraying it in a he, in a naturalistic sort of way, even though it's very clearly for for all the garbage lines that they gave <laughs> yes. him. Like Otis is great in this. Yeah, it you know, like he's very good. I it just yeah. It's, sure, it's a lot of good. All right. it's a lot of good performances and a lot of and a couple not, of uncomfortable choices made in the in the nineteen seventies. Yep, um, but. Yes. So, uh, so obviously, uh, the murderer is a double agent, right? Uh, is a crook. Is we find out later is uh, in charge of the entire Western Seaboard and all the information coming in from Central and South America. Yes. And He's uh, we what one of the characters in this is uh, the director of the uh, CIA, Phil mm-hmm. Phil Corrigan. Now I. Um, not knowing much, uh, was under the impression that that was a Senate appointed thing. That's actually apparently only a recent thing that the director of the CIA is always appointed like by no. the Senate. Okay. But it, but it, they, they're always known. It's not a secret designation. So right. the fact that Colombo doesn't know who he is, is a little, means that he probably doesn't pay attention to the news very much. Sure. Because the director of the CIA was still a known person at that time. Should have been. I mean, they, yeah. they are still... To a normal human. They're still a public-facing uh, part of the CIA, right. which... It's not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's still CIA, not NSA. NSA is more the branch you look it for. It would definitely like, be... I don't know. I mean, they wanted to make this like a spy sort of thing. Right. So, you know, having him come have this con- clandestine meeting at Travel World... Which right. apparently where, where like fifteen guys show up and corner him while he's eating. So a Travel hot dog. World appears to be a small like amusement park filled with trains. I don't know what this is. It's very strange. I'm kind of into it. I th- I th- I'm guessing it's a real place. It's probably the Coney dog actually that I got distracted by because I'm not gonna lie. As I watched Peter Falk eat like a hot dog, I thought, oh, this I would a, really eat a hot dog. It's a right very now. weird scene. So he co- so he goes to this travel town to get a hot dog. I guess implying and that he's a regular. He's a regular because the guy who there knows him, implying that he goes to this this carnival thing often enough. Wait, often enough. That the guy not only knows him, but yeah. knows his order, knows that he likes a shorter dog. A short, yeah, that's weird. The guy's like, is this hot dog short enough for you? Yeah. I guess maybe Columbo has a thing about long Columbo hot dogs. Columbo doesn't like the dog to hang off the bun, I think, is what we're getting at. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Oh, that almost killed me. Um, <laughs> Sorry. 
I don't know why that's so funny to me that like that like he's like, no, I need a short dog. I'm a short man. I need yeah. a short dog. Maybe it's like a, a height thing and he just feels uncomfortable if the hot dog is taller than him. I guess. Um, you're but you're he, probably not wrong. <laughs> but he talks like about that. how his dog, dog, um, is swimming. Is Incidentally, swimming in just after pool. I made a comment about, hey, it seems like the writer of this episode didn't really give a <coughs> shit about Columbo's dog and didn't bother to bring him bring the dog in. <laughs> yeah. And then... And then There's it's explained, why is your dog not around? Oh, because he's, he's swimming, swimming in the neighbor's pool. Right. And then the, the hot dog vendor is like, hey, give me his address. I'll go join him. And then Columbo's like, hey, it's a pool, not the ocean. And, and then the guy laughs, but it's, but like, it's a, it's both of us of were an, like, uh, bit, fuck you, Columbo. That was really <laughs> shitty of you. It's a bit of an angry, it's some rough chuckles, I'd yeah, say so. That's a little like, oh, we kid, I spit on your hot dog, though. <laughs> but for some reason... Instead of like just calling Columbo into an office yeah. or like bringing or like having someone visit him at the police station, they yeah. have this whole thing where 15 very obvious agents corner oh, yeah. him and then like sequester him in a train locomotive that is like actively people are touring and walking around right. it and have in, this in fact they have to get out of it at one point <laughs> because a fucking school group is like hey can we get in there we've been waiting yeah while you guys are talking your spy bullshit right <laughs> it's a weird, which is it's great a, it's a weird scene i mean it's fun and it's funny and you know uh david white uh who plays phil corrigan the cia director yeah, yeah. was previously larry tate on uh bewitched uh, which is Darren, sure. Darren's boss. Yep, yep. So, uh, you know, that's that's a fun for me yeah. um, personally. Uh, yeah. Uh, we also get uh, another great uh, performance by Vito Scotti. Yeah. I mean, Vito is Vito. What He's can you always say? good. He's... Um, I think this might be his last. Let me check real no. quick. But uh, he's, you know, he's know. always he, he's, great. He's He's been knocking him out as long as we've been watching yeah. the show. <laughs> Just about, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, yeah, no, Vito is great in it, in his kind of, you know, secondary role and all of that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other people that I, uh, I think that's really it. I liked, I liked the, uh, photographer woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just a little bit part, but, uh, it's pretty great. Yep. She's just, uh, there's a, the first meeting of between... Colum- uh, not Colombo, between McGowan and Leslie Nielsen, they're at a carnival, and uh, uh, it looks like that. No, it looks like it'd be back. So good news. Oh yay! So we um, get more Vito. Yeah, but they're having this meeting at at this uh, this carnival, and yeah. a woman takes their photo as like a foot one of those photo. Yeah, it's take the your usual. Photo booth. Right, right, right. Yeah, every, I mean, if you've ever been to an amusement park, there's always somebody with a photo vest and a. It's and probably a, camera. a lot easier to do now because you can do it digitally. Right. You can take a million photographs. This was. These are all Polaroids, yeah. so they're obviously spending a lot of money. Well, on... hers, hers, there are actual negatives. Right, but they're to, also yeah. Polaroids with negatives because she takes an immediate photo, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then they can enlarge them. Right, later. right, right. I, yeah, I just in my brain, I was like. Which Polaroid camera did that? But that's super not important. <laughs> it's not important for this particular episode. No. But it is. But yes. Yeah, so they take a Polaroid photo and also they print it out, and then he was able to figure out from some of the photos that Neil, that's how Columbo finds right. out. Figures that, out. Oh, he was there with this guy, and then he can ID him, and then he starts the chase down. You know where like Patty like warns him off several times in not so subtle ways. Yeah, he basically says. 
stop looking into this, which yeah. is a good way to get Columbo to immediately look into whatever. Right, you, to look yeah. a lot harder, a lot <laughs> quicker. Yeah, and, and it's like, basically he's like, you're in way over your head. And it's like, of course. Columbo also, just literally his, like smiles and walks out. Because I feel yeah. like, and I just feel like that's almost like the actor just going like, Okay, yeah, we're starting. I guess the episode's starting now, huh? Cool. Yeah. All right, let's do this. <laughs> oh, we're doing this. We're yeah, doing this. Cool. We're fucking doing this. Yeah, because yeah. um, that's that's a that's the trigger word for Columbo. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just tell him to stop. Just back off, man. He's Just like, Just back off. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'll I'm gonna back, back on. Yeah. Um, that's what's the opposite of back on? Front front on. Uh, I'm gonna front on this. Uh, what? It's not working for I'm me. all hopped up on cold drugs, Ben. What do you want from me? I coherence, on... which is way too much to ask <laughs> after that, I know. <laughs> I'm all goofed up on the goofballs. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, uh, I don't know. Did we talk about his alter ego, uh, Mr. Steinmetz or any of that? I mean, we talked about Steinmetz existing. So it yeah. turns out that Steinmetz uh, is a creation of, right, uh, of Pat. Of Pat. Um, one great thing is that, uh, the Otis character yeah. who is, uh, we think is killed momentarily, but has actually just been injured by a car bomb, yep. uh, that Steinmetz, uh, has placed in his car. Yep. Um, he, the sketch artist draws a picture of Steinmetz <laughs> and, um, I posted this on Twitter, Mac, if you are, when you are editing this, please retweet this so people have a chance to see it. Yep. Um, but it is uh it's amazing if you look at the Steinmetz sketch and then you look at Patrick McGowan in Colombo just another uh, 20 years later it's, it's identical yep. he he turned into Steinmetz as he got yes, older yes he did like the glasses the whole thing it's beautiful it's amazing it's really it's really remarkable and it i mean it looks like it looks like Patrick McGoon. Yeah, is the, the only difference is, is he had kind of a nose and like a, goat, a, and a nose. goatee. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and the obviously in the facial hair, but like, but I just meant the nose is like the only thing that separates. Yeah, this the eyes. Fake the eyes are from, so distinctive. Yeah. To to Patrick McGoon, like to his face. Well, there's just that kind of burning rage in the. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, also, yeah. I have to say. Like, this is a great example of the trope where, like, someone does a sketch, but the sketch is, like, so too perfect. Yeah. Oh, Like, yeah. it's way too good. It was very yeah, clearly yeah. drawn by a sketch artist while looking at a production picture of Patrick McGowan in the oh, costume. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> because yeah. if you look at the other things that that guy is drawing in the scene, they do they're, not no, look anything they're nowhere like near it. He's, like, completely off base. And also, the instructions he's being given by the witness uh, are... No, make this look right. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, man, you're not listening to you're me. You're not listening. It's not this. He's got a like a goatee yeah. and glasses. Make it face, Older, make his hair. face look right. Yeah, do do the thing right. <laughs> right, and then somehow that instruction, which we I guess I think is bad, but apparently it's good enough that this guy is able to draw perfectly uh, Steinmetz. Well, which, uh, which I guess you know, if you be... draw enough wrong dudes, eventually you draw the right dude. That's how it works. <laughs> it's like if you just went into a character creator and just hit randomize enough time, eventually you find <laughs> right. Like you just get the right face. It's like yeah, it, it's essentially the uh, the Shakespeare mo uh, monkeys typewriters that that yeah, paradox. of course. So oh, if you speak, had a, hold on. If you had a million uh, sketch artists all drawing, eventually one would draw a uh, Patrick McGowan. Yep, that's that's how the police department works of course yeah speaking of shakespeare okay that fucking amazing photo there of patrick is, mcgoohan there's a very there's a scene where uh 
Patrick Magoon is laying on the charm, like trying to now that yeah, Columbo this is knows after Columbo after the info drop knows that he is a secret agent now, still suspects him because he's Columbo. Right. And but uh, Pat thinks he's in the clear, so he's being magnanimous. Comes and, to his house, he gives him a nice wine, gives him a fine Cuban yep, cigar. Some crudite. Yep. And they retreat to his little uh, drawing room. Right. Where all his uh, awards and, and also all his uh, spy radios are just uh, right by the window. <laughs> right. Just out in the open. Why yeah. not? Yep. Um, I, I, at this house where he regularly entertains guests yep. in his, in his, like, uh-huh. his uh, garden, but he still leaves all his spy equipment out. Right. Um, the, uh, <laughs> so on the wall are all his diplomas, all of his certifications, all of his, you know, Merit- meritorious right. service. All these also, photos and things. By the way, all of these things are extremely incriminating to him as a spy because they're all like, yeah. "Here is something from the Queen of uh, Thailand, right? Isn't right. that one of them?" And then, yeah, like, all these things where it's like, "Wait he was a, a fighter minute. pilot. What's your job and, again?" Right. <laughs> You're but, a consultant. <clears throat> okay, sure. But then, inexplicably, one of them is a f- just a photo of him in Elizabethan garb. Yep. And I think uh, that's from a performance that he did, like, on the stage. I'm, I would have to assume. Man, I am telling you th- yeah. that I I kind of, there's part of me that sort of suspects that half of those things are yeah. a- actually belong to Patrick McGowan. I mean, this could have been filmed in Patrick McGowan's house, for all we know. It might not have been his house, <laughs> but I do kind of think a lot of that shit, like, came from him. There's also that incriminating photo. Oh, yeah, where he has less hair. Where, yes, he's yeah. bald, but it's also just a terrible, it's a terrible compositing thing. Yeah, it's even a really for the bad, 1970s. Yep. It's like a guy getting into a into a fighter plane, but then they've just stuck. They just stuck Patty's face. Face on there and right then on. like yeah. f- airbrushed his hair off. Yeah, it, it's not good. <laughs> it's, it, it really didn't turn out great for them. It's cute. But it's not. And then yeah, later yeah. they take that photo and blow it up so you can see it better, which yeah. that doesn't help. <laughs> no, that makes it worse, actually. And then they yeah. paint They paint the... Uh, yeah, and that's actually... Um, I know we haven't really talked about it, but it's not It's not super critical or anything. But like yeah. that's just you know during the catch and all of that, which is... You know what? It's not... I don't think, it, I don't think we have to bother to talk about it because yeah. it's just... This episode is pretty solid and like... The catch is nice, you know, it's like, it's clear, you know, it, there's a clear link of like, uh, uh, Leslie Nielsen's coat not yep. being on Leslie Nielsen's body when he's found. Right. And that's a thing that bothers Columbo. And obviously he pieces that together the moment that he finally figures out, oh, secret agents, secret agents wear guns. Someone took his gun. Right. You um, know, and like all of that stuff. But it's nice because there's no like, there's no huge like, you know, like, there's not really a giant red herring, and there's not really, a, like, a deus ex machina. Like, no, I'd say that the, I'd say that the thing at the end with the speech is a de- is technically kind of a deus ex machina. Well, so what because, ha- yeah. because if it hasn't been established in the episode previously. Yeah, they didn't establish, establish it firmly. Like, he mentions it when he it, is making that recording, right. but there's not the, a point where we see someone, like, reading it in the newspaper. So the or, ultimate hinge is that um, there's a joke in... He's, he's, his cover is as an ad consultant. Right. Um, and he wrote a speech for Vita Scotta's character, mm-hmm. who is an Italian winemaker. Right. And the uh, the joke... One of the jokes for the scenes, which it's established, are rushed in, and there's no rewrites. They just do it when yep. it happens. Um, and uh, 
the one of the jokes is that China has pulled out of the Olympics, but they're not pulling out of the soybeans. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 jokes. But it turns out that China pulled out of the Olympics at midnight on the on the night uh Well basically yeah, it was in, basically in China the... time. It was midnight. It was it was whatever time it is there, but it was midnight in LA. Yeah. Like and, it was after when he claims he recorded it. Right. So he couldn't have known so he was definitely right. not there in the morning he or in the evening he was there in the morning in the morning which means right. he doesn't have an alibi yeah um and again and i he don't he takes it pretty well yeah it takes it pretty well super spy. yeah um and i don't know that they necessarily he has him dead to rights but since this is like he murdered a cia thing i prob- think probably the cia is taking over and yeah. that probably means he has less of a burden of proof with them yeah so P- pretty much i don't <laughs> think it matters once he's like hey so turns out uh this is the guy you've been looking for he's your own agent uh, yeah he's screwing you i would think that mm. this is one of the more dangerous things that colombo has ever done yes. though because this guy is a murderous cia agent yeah there is nothing who has, that who really has betrayed the united states right and we and know is it's... currently continuing to do so <laughs> and we know is a killer right and he's just like well i'll just go in there alone unarmed and yeah and talk to him which I appreciate that you can kind of see that that Patrick McGowan, like you know, there's like a respect yeah. for that for the for the you know I the think, swagger. Yeah, of I Columbo. think he knows that he, that even if he got Columbo, he probably wouldn't get far. Right. So uh, there's kind of a resignation to, to it a little bit, but it is kind of like a tricky thing to walk up to yeah, yeah. somebody that I, I definitely felt that tension of like, <laughs> yeah. is he going to try and like murder you, my dude? Yeah. Do you have an out for this? <laughs> but as in typical Columbo fashion, the murderer goes quietly and, yep. and doesn't really do anything. I think we've only ever had one uh, one person try to resist arrest, and that was the. Uh, the sister in the previous Leslie Nielsen episode where she yep. has a gun and like for a second she kind of turns it on Columbo and he just says, oh, a beautiful woman like you would never do something so crass. <laughs> and she gives up immediately. But yeah, it's funny. <laughs> they never really try. They never try to like run nope. or yep. like it's always just like, oh, well, you off, got to, me. off yeah. to prison and possibly the electric chair. I- I, I don't know. How often do we see uh, Peter Falk run? Maybe he just really didn't I like mean, running. I mean, we've seen him fall down a hill, but that's probably the most athletic thing. We that's we also fair. saw him run after uh, uh, Chuck McCann. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not not often. Not a lot. Here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It gets very sweaty in that in that coat, I'm sure. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got a few layers on. <laughs> and that coat's got some real visible stains now it's uh it's gross it's been around just a while go back to my to my i'm not sure thesis. that he actually Columbo gets a dry clean very ever. gross yeah yeah he is he is real gross uh <laughs> a couple of other things that are uh cute nods in this episode yeah. um obviously uh well i mean obviously to me um for those of you who aren't familiar with patrick mcguin we probably mentioned it in the last episode he was in but uh you know he's known for Danger Man, right. uh, which and is also called Secret Agent, the Prisoner, and then the Prisoner, yep. which right is sort of his huge seminal work, and uh, and he makes a couple of references to it Does in he? this episode. Yes, there okay. are a couple of times when he says to people as he is leaving, "Be seeing you," which is an expression that is said around the village. Is that that's a prisoner? Which thing? is in the prisoner? Yeah, gotcha. which is the place that the prisoner is. Sent. Well, and of course the prisoner. Uh, and also, presumably Danger Man are about uh, secret well, agents. Well, they're about secret agents, yes. right. Well, in Danger Man, you know, is about, or secret agent, you know, yeah. is about, you know, just that, you know, like right. a secret agent, whereas the prisoner is 
It's about a secret agent who well, it's predicated, is believed that he right, may it's have betrayed It's predicated on the idea of like, well, what do you do? Like, I guess there was an interview once, um, and this is more, I guess, prisoner trivia. But, sure, why not? But Patty McGee, deal with it. Um, but uh, the idea apparently came up because there was an interview with uh, like a British... Um, Intelligence officer? You know, yeah, where uh, where they basically ask, you know, what do you do with spies who retire? And they and they basically just quip, well, we take care of them, obviously. Right. And it, and that wasn't a like we off them. It was a, the information they have is way too valuable, so we have to make sure that they are taken care we of. Give, and yeah, that, we make sure that they're comfortable so that they don't feel the need to. Right. right. Exactly. And yeah. so so the prisoner, the concept of the village, the you know, was born out of this idea of like you cannot let these things escape. And so, hmm. you know, the village is ostensibly where people whose who know knowledge, too, know whose whatever yeah. is too valuable for it to go anywhere else. And so they're kept there. And and, you know, as far as that show goes, I love it to death. Um, <laughs> don't watch the Jim Caviezel remake. It it's beautiful, but it will just make you sad because it's a terrible show. Um <laughs> The original I wasn't Patrick McGoohan yeah. is very good stuff. Uh, anyway, yeah, there's that kind of detail. Obviously, there's a lot of clothing. I'm. This is another one where I'm kind of convinced yeah. that Patrick McGoohan's wardrobe is his wardrobe because yeah. he's Makes constantly sense. wearing uh, mock neck sweaters and then he's like wearing them, he's safari wearing shirts, white, safari jackets. Uh, these white. Uh, well, there's that cream silk. like raw silk one yep. that has like that that's more of like an actual blazer and then it has like epaulets on it and then all of the buttons are enamel buttons that have an icon i couldn't make out yeah you but, know just a weird thing other, for him to be wearing that other that. cream one that is more like a safari kind of yeah it's a safari shirt basically yeah. and then he had like that that sky blue one and like there's definitely a, a theme that he rolls with with all of those you know he's, he's the looking, most different he's looking thing. good yeah he's yeah. in tip-top shape <laughs> yeah uh granted so is leslie nielsen because we can see a whole lot of his chest in this episode that's true you can see even though he's in it for very little time see all the way to forever yeah yeah and he's got the uh, he's got the gold he's yep. got it, a golden dog tag it like yeah it's a it looks it's like a dog a, tag, it's a dog but tag it looks like it's gold it looks yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. gold-plated and he's wearing it down into his nest of uh, chest hair, his 1970s uh, appropriate yep. uh, I know. silver chest hair. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was going to make a navel-gazing joke, and then I just couldn't bring myself to. Uh, yeah, I honestly, I'm just uh, breezing real quick. Looking yeah, through the notes. Looking to see if there's anything that I super wanted to bring up but i've mentioned before like a lot of his outfits are really good they're the jacket that patrick mcgoohan wears at the beginning and then i think actually at the end of the episode as well is this really weird like it's a when you get up close it's it's a houndstooth pattern but like but at a distance it reads more like a kind of uh geometric check pattern okay um huge lapels on it yeah there's a lot of good stuff um leslie nielsen has a good like herringbone jacket things like that yeah um, he, he looks he looks good he just I looks really, very un, he looks a little uncomfortable yeah just a tad but uh I, I really love the um when they set a tail on columbo i really love it because the two uh character actors who drive around in this fucking van that yeah. says rainbow plumbing on yeah. it which is also like beautiful the, the most conspicuous tail i've ever seen oh yeah they're like following him around in this giant, incredibly 
specific van and there's just zero chill in the way that they follow like it's like his car moves and they're immediately on it there's no like all right he's at the end of the street let's start going i think there's a scene where um he there's that scene where he oh the party he's at the party yeah and for some reason his tail has driven up into the driveway and they drive quickly, they quickly like drive out well, before Columbo walks to his car. Yeah. And it's, it's like the most, ob- I feel like that's, uh, it's immediately after he goes to talk to Otis, there's, he goes to the oh, party. Oh yeah, he, he goes, he basically like walks. But the van drives, like there's no other way to say it. He, it drives out of the driveway and. You're right. The driveway it, behind him. And it's just, it be, slowly rolls past no, him. No, no, no. It's oh, even worse than that because there's the, there's the shot where he's walking in and it w- rolls slowly by slowly. rolls by. But it yeah. literally drives. The only place it could have come from is the house. That's, it's driving, it drives out the driveway. <laughs> there's literally no other place it could be than like, it must have started in the same place where How? Columbo and Patrick McGowan walk because they walk they like follow parallel, the same basically. path. Yeah. Like, how, the how fuck bad did I a miss tail that? do you have to be where you are like sitting next to the person and then they're like, oh shit, we got to get out of here. And they drive off real quick. The CIA are definitely <laughs> professionals in this episode. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, and then they, they drive off and, and he says, you know, I think I've got a tail. Uh, yeah. You think? <laughs> you think so? What gave it away? Wow, Columbo, really, master detective. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else on this one? I don't think so. It's a it's a solid episode. It's a solid episode. I think Patrick McGowan's a sharp looking dude. I think uh, probably his other episode is I like more just because of how that's fair. Well, per- I mean it's the kind setting, of kind of everything and, is really yeah. tight. I like this episode a lot, but I think part of that is because we get to see uh, Patrick McGowan kind of stretches chops a little more. I mean, yeah, you you, you know he's 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 very he's very shouty man's in yes in that's the true one. there's a lot there's you get to see him pretend to be an old guy you get to pretend right. see him exactly. like be confident you get yep. to see him be a little scared right. you get to see him blow you know <laughs> yeah. blow a car bomb with a with a what did you Genie say was? Out, yeah, automatic Genie garage door, automatic garage yeah. door opener <laughs> yeah it's a it's a silly episode it's definitely a lot more sort of a fun watch than yeah. the previous one but i don't i just don't think it's like as good no, like, that's fair. Like from yeah, a yeah, production yeah. and sort of it, it. There's a lot of scenes that are inexplicable. Columbo's performance, I think, throughout, you know, maybe minus that first scene, is confusing. It is. He seems well, very again, like distracted scene, all the time. He's like bemused in a strange way. And then there's like, yeah, at the end of the episode, he's like, "This woman's so intriguing." And then at the end, he just goes and like does Her a snap, eyes. and then he goes, yeah, yeah. "Our eyes, she's shy." And then and walks, and that has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Yeah. It's just weird. <laughs> it It's it's one of those things where it's like, was there something cut out that we were supposed to also I, I don't know. catch? Like, it just doesn't... It, it felt like just an excuse for Columbo to ogle a woman and be strange. It, I, it wasn't... Well, it was definitely strange. It was strange. Um, yeah, I don't have anything But I, I think it was a... I think it's a good episode, worth, worth a watch. Yeah. I, I mean, I... You know I'm biased... If it's got, th- if you it's know, got Patty, after uh, after it. last week's Hector Elizondo, I'd say this is a good palate cleanser. Yeah, agreed. Um, so uh, I think we'll leave it there. This has been Columbo's. I'm Mac. I'm Ben. And uh, one more thing. Yeah. Be seeing you. Be seeing you. Columbo's is hosted by Mac Johnson and Ben Swallow. You can follow them on Twitter at MacJ and at Dandy Geek. 
The Columboy's theme is by Seth Boyer. For more information about this and other great Waffle Media projects, you can go to waffle.media. Thanks for listening.